Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. Hello, Darren Mitchell here, and welcome back to another episode of the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast, a quick uh, quick fire podcast follow-up from the previous episode. We talked about uh, 2021 being your boldest and most exceptional year yet. I uh, just wanted to talk about some specific elements of that, and hopefully this will be a value, a value to you, but also to your team as we approach the first quarter of 2021. So uh, one of the things we talked about in the previous podcast was when it comes to setting the goal for the year, and particularly the goal for the first quarter. Uh, many people unfortunately make the mistake of setting goals that are too conservative, thinking that they uh, it's a bit of a stretch for them, but they, in, in their heart of hearts, they know that they can really achieve it. And so they'll set their sights too low. So one of the challenges I put out uh, in the previous podcast, but also what I've put out with a number of clients is, whatever the goal is you've got for this year or this quarter, I want you to double it. So that's the first thing. Whatever the goal is, double it. Now what that will do, is it should should do two things. It should uh, scare the living daylights out of you because you're probably sitting there thinking, well, if I double my if I double my sales quota or my my sales goal for the first quarter, I have absolutely no idea how I'm going to achieve that. And if that's the case, that's the perfect position to be in. But there also should be the second part of this, which says, you know what? It's um it's quite exciting that if I actually got close to that, and if if all the things fell into place and I was able to get really close to that, or God forbid, God forbid if I was able to achieve that, what would actually that mean for me in terms of my opportunities for this year? But also what would that set me up in terms of the next quarter and the quarter after that in terms of uh, in terms of performance and therefore numbers for the year? So the first key thing is really challenge yourself to double down and double the goal that you've set for yourself. That's the first thing. Um, now, the goal, as I said, it should be really, really scary and it should be out there, but but understand this, that in order for us to achieve that goal, irrespective of how big the goal is, um, repeating the patterns of 2020 will not get us there and it will not position us, uh, put us in a position to be able to achieve it. Now, what will happen is in order to give ourselves every opportunity of getting close to that particular goal, it stands to reason that things have to be different. So if we just went through and did exactly the same thing as what we did last year and expected a different result, then that's just insane. So it stands to reason that if we're setting a really big, hairy, audacious goal for 2021, and specifically the first quarter, then we need to do things differently. So I want to introduce you to this model that we use a lot in coaching, and that is the be, do, have model. Now, how this works is in order for us to have something, then we need to be able to do something. We, we've got to do something. But in order for us to do something, we need to, we need to be somebody. So when, it's, when it comes to hitting this big, hairy, audacious goal, it stands to reason then that we'll need to be different this, this quarter. We'll need to do different this quarter in order for us to have different this quarter. Now, this applies to the first quarter, first month, first year. It just applies in general. In order to have a different result, it stands to reason we've got to do something differently. And in order to do that, we need to be different. So do something differently and think differently. Now, so the be-do-have model is is a really powerful model, and it's really simple. Now, and so simple that a lot of people overlook it, overlook it and sometimes simply dismiss it as being too too basic, too simple. But uh, what I've what I've found, what I've discovered is, in order for us to be successful, we have to be a certain version of ourselves. 
and it means that we have to change and continue to continue to change. And, and I alluded to this in the previous episode when I was talking about constant and never-ending improvement. And great leaders understand that in order to get to the next level, they need to continue to uh, develop, learn new things, learn new new perspectives, and try different things so they can give themselves an opportunity of being worthy of the responsibility that comes with achieving that next level of performance. So from a be, do, have perspective, I want you to be different, do different, in order to have different. So what does this actually mean? Well, first of all, let's consider the be. So consider who you need to be in order to be worthy of achieving this big, hairy, on audacious goal. Uh, and this will require you to significantly jump outside of your comfort zone and perhaps even, in some cases, take on a whole new or a brand new identity or at least a new character trait that perhaps you've never considered before. Now, one of the podcasts I recorded late, uh, I can't remember, it was sometime last year, where we were talking about a lot of people have a to-do list and everybody knows the to-do list. You've got the list of things and you might use Big Rocks or any other other productivity sort of hack sort of methodology. But um, instead of you looking at your to-do list, I suggested to start creating a to-be list. Now, what this does, it really starts you to think about, okay, in order for me to have the responsibility, in order for me to get to the next level, in order for me to achieve things I've never achieved before then it means I've got to take on a new dimension of my personal style. It may mean I've got to take on some new ideas in terms of how I communicate, how I process information, how I think, how I brainstorm. We have to be different. So creating a to-be list is a really powerful way of actually expanding your capability, expanding your thinking, so that you can give yourself the opportunity of brainstorming new ideas and looking at new perspectives that will lend itself to therefore flowing on to new activities and different activities that will give yourself the opportunity of then achieving the goal you've set for yourself. So this is where modeling in particular is really, really critical. So in order for you to be a certain a certain version of yourself, so think about whatever your goal is. If your goal is to hit a million dollars in the first quarter of revenue and sales, and if your current target is 500000 then if you keep doing what, you're, what you've what you been doing all year, and if you didn't hit a million dollars last year for the entire year, but you want to hit a million dollars for the first quarter, then it stands to reason that you need to make some changes to your setup, to your thinking, to everything, in order for you to get an opportunity to at least get close to that million dollar sales and revenue target. And so from a modeling point of view, one of the key things to think about is, okay, who do I know who has potentially achieved this type of number or who has got close to achieving a really big, hairy, audacious goal, which is similar to the one that I've set for myself. And think about, okay, how how did they go about that? Now, we're going to get into, you can get into detail in terms of what are the specific things they did, which is the do part, but before you do that, think about what sort of characteristics they brought to the table. How did they hold themselves in conversations? How ruthless were they with their time, with their priorities? Uh, how courageous were they with their thinking? Did they take the lid off or do they put some limits on themselves? So thinking about all the being component is absolutely critical. Now, when you look at people who are ultra successful and compare them with people who are not as successful, a lot of people make the mistake of purely looking at, okay, what is it that the super successful person or people actually did? And what they neglect to do is go under the covers and start to understand, okay, what what did they have to bring to the table, to that situation, how do they have to be 
in terms of being worthy of the of the mantle or responsibility of achieving that that big number because obviously they do something different but before that they think differently so think about who do i need to be and how do i need to behave in order to give myself the opportunity of hitting that big hairy audacious goal so if it's if it's being ruthless with your time then be ruthless with your time if it's being courageous in your thinking then then be that but always think about the key question is who do you need to be in order to be in the position to achieve that objective, that that outcome. The second part is okay. Once once you've got really the B component settled down and who you actually be, and really it's about taking on, I guess, the ideal avatar that 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 you believe uh, you need to take on in order to be worthy of the of the outcome of the goal, the big hairy audacious goal, um, and who you need to be. Then you can start thinking about well, who? Do, what do I need to do? What do I need to do differently in 2021? than I did in 2020, that will give me the opportunity or at least the chance of getting close to hitting the BHAG. So do you need to, for example, from a sales perspective, do you need to more ruthlessly qualify your customers? Do you need to be putting some more processes to better qualify leads before they actually come in and you have a conversation with them? Do you need to be more courageous in asking what it is that you need in order to be successful? Now that potentially goes in two ways. Do you need to be more courageous in asking what you want from your organization in terms of support? But also when you're sitting in front of customers, do you need to be more courageous in asking what it is that you want from them? So a lot of salespeople actually have this um, this affliction, if you like, of asking for the order. And if you do this well, it's just a natural consequence of the conversation. And there's nothing wrong with asking a customer directly, hey, would you like to do business? What's the next step? Let's get on with it. So do you need to be more courageous in that? Do you need to do new things? Is there anything new that you need to do? Now, chances are, if you haven't hit this big target before, this big goal, then chances are you will have to start doing things differently, but you've got to identify what those things are. And part of that will be analyzing the avatar you've looked at, the people who you're modeling off, and think about, okay, once I understand who they are in terms of what they're being, uh, what do they do differently? What do they do that I don't do right now that I can start doing that'll give myself the opportunity of moving towards the achievement of that big BHAG? But also, you also have to consider that there'll be some things that I need to stop doing as well. Because we've only got 24 hours in the day or 96 50-minute increments. So chances are you will be doing things right now that you'll need to stop because they're time wasters, they're time vampires. And so one of the things I ask my clients to do every every single day is when they're sitting down to do a specific task, the first question to ask themselves is, first of all, is this the best use of my time? First and foremost, because if it's not, then you shouldn't be doing it. The second thing, particularly from a, a revenue generation point of view, if that's the key focus is new sales and new revenue, the next question is, okay, is this task... Uh, is what I'm doing right now, is this a revenue generating activity? Now, if that's not, then the question has to be, does it have to be done by me or does it have to be done at all? And part of this will be thinking about, okay, what do you need to do differently in the in the first quarter and what do you have to stop doing that, enable, that enables you to then focus on the activities that will move the dial, will move the needle towards achieving that big BHAG. And so the two, the two critical things here is really focusing on who do you need to be in order to be worthy of the goal, but also thinking about what do you need to do in order to move towards achieving that goal. Now, the third component, of course, is the have. So as I alluded to in the previous podcast, if you do, if you follow the progress, if you focus on the process and follow your progress and you do it well, so if you really focus in on who you need to be and what it is you need to do, then the have part will literally take care of itself. Now, this might sound a little bit counterintuitive, but the achieving achievement of the goal is actually not the end game. Becoming the person who is capable of handling the responsibility that comes with achieving the goal 
is the real game, and this is the real have. Now, Jim Rohn, a famous philosopher, used to always say, it's not the goal of becoming a millionaire. It's not the goal of hitting a million-dollar sales target. It's not That's not the end game, even though you know a lot of people look at it and say, oh, I'd love to be a millionaire. I'd love to achieve a million-dollar sales target, right? Or whatever the case might be. It's not the actual achievement that is the most important. It is literally the journey, and it's the person you have to become along the way that becomes worthy of the responsibility that does come with achieving a goal of that size. Now, you might be thinking, well, a million dollar a quarter, a million dollar a year is a huge number. And for others, you know, you might be talking tens of millions of dollars. And whatever the, whatever the number is for you, I want you to be really focused on making sure that it's a stretch. And that's why I always say, whatever the number is for you, double it. So double it because that will, that will take you into, the, into a whole new realm and a whole new dimension, which will force you to be different, do different, so that you can then have different. So I trust that message resonates and also trust that you've set up your infrastructure and all the systems in place to really give yourself an opportunity to get off to a really fast start because the first quarter of 2021 is really where it's at and if you can if you can overachieve the first quarter you set yourself up for what will be a phenomenal 2021. And if you're committed to taking your sales leadership to that exceptional sales leader level and doing that within 90 days or less, I'd love to work with you one-on-one. Let's jump on a call and see how I might be able to help you just do that. So go to my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com, pick a time that suits your schedule and uh, we'll set up a Zoom call and I look forward to that conversation. So in the meantime, think about what it is that you're doing right now. Think about how it is that you're being are you really focused on being the version of yourself, being the version of the leader that you know will deliver results, not just in the short term, but over the long term? Chances are you'll have to start being a little bit different than perhaps you were last year. You'll also need to start doing things differently. And as I said, start eliminating some stuff because if you do those two things really, really well, you'll get yourself into a position where you can actually have basically anything that you desire. So it takes work. Uh, this is not a it's not a get rich quick. It's certainly not a uh, let's uh, point the point the magic wand in a certain direction. Everything is going to be rainbows, lorikeets, and unicorns. But it does take work. It does take patience. But I guarantee it is absolutely one hundred percent worth it. So uh, with that said, look forward to talking to you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it. But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.